Blog Talk Radio. Well, yeah. Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Can you, can you hear me? Yeah. Suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold. Regalia, Yala, no 
Shalom, Shashamoya, Hana, Yala'a Noam, Wala'a Yashan, Shashalomar, Yasha Allah, Yahawa Shamarya, Yahawa Tizalya, Ayl, Yum Yum Ya, Hashamash, Yala'a, Hakaya, Ayawam, Wala'a, Halabina, Balayala, Yahawa, Yashamarya, Yashamar, Nepasha, Yahawa, Yashamar, Havalakya, Wabawaaya, Maaitha, Waai, Awalam, Amar. always gets me. I don't know if it's over or not. <laughs> Give it a second, see if another song starts. <laughs> All right. I think we might be good. <laughs> <laughs> shalom, shalom, shalom. Uh, we like to take care of the thanks. Um, welcome, everybody, to another edition of Blog Talk Radio. I'm Bonabad, and with me is Gabar Kawad. <laughs> so I'd like to thank, thank everybody for coming out. Uh-huh. What do you say? It says Shalom, Shalom. Uh, shalom. <laughs> I'd like to thank everybody for coming out, you know, on the Sabbath day, man, you know, joining in. You know, we'd like to go ahead and get the show started. You know, our time be limited, and we want to get through a lot, but we want to thank everybody for joining in. Honoring the Sabbath day, like the scripture said, to remember the Sabbath day, keep it holy. You know what I'm saying? So the first part to trying to do that is using this time to get ourselves in the right mind frame so that our focus is on the things that I need to go ahead and do and what I need to give to make sure that I'm in order and pleasing the Father, okay? So, Gabor, I want you to go somewhere for me. We're going to go to Second Chronicles, right? Second Chronicles chapter 29. We're going to go there. And the reason why I'm starting, I'm jumping into it a little bit. If we, I want us to now go through the scriptures and we're going to work on understanding your worth in the eyes of the Father, right? Or to the Father. Because a lot of times we base our worth on on men. We base our worth on uh, if we're in, in order with men, and not always if I'm doing what's right in the eyes of the Most High. And if I'm in this book and I'm really in the work, and I want to go this route too, because the, the I'm starting to realize the lack of involvement that men do, or Israel does, as brothers and sisters, the lack of involvement a lot of times we'll look and say, "Oh, hey, you know what? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm doing. I'm, I'm serving the Most High." A lot of it will be based on, "Well, keep the commandments of the Father." I'm doing that, and we'll live off of just those things, and think that because I'm home, I'm not hurting nobody. I'm not doing anything. I'm doing enough that I can now stand and Christ going to say, "Well done, thy good and faithful servant." 
I'm going this route because a lot of the um, you have the lack of the you have Israelites that have a lack of involvement, and then you also have us. We're working. We're here trying to do the work of the Most High, but it's almost like no one is defined what the work of the Most High is, right? We're waking up our people. Okay, well, on different levels, on different – everybody, let me put it this way. If I had to say, hey, we're waking up our people, then there are a lot of brothers – there's a lot of camps, a lot of brothers out here. They're doing phenomenal work. You know what I'm saying? This truth is going out. More people are watching videos, Israelites. Good boy, I was in the mall yesterday um, in Albuquerque. I'm at Cottonwood Mall. I know you know where that's at. <laughs> yeah, you know that, of course. Cottonwood Mall, <laughs> and you know, I mean, I'm in there. I was, I think I was getting some shoes for work, and ran up, ran into Lock. So Lock was working at the shoe shine spot. I ran in him, say, "Hey, shalom, man." And then while we, in the midst of us talking, another brother, another Judah brother, one Judah brother walks up. He walked by. We spoke to him. You know what I'm saying? Then another. July brother walks right up to us, man. He walked right up. Hey, what's going on, brothers? You know what I'm saying? And just talking a little bit. We all talking, and he goes in his pocket, put out some, put out a flyer. It was, it was a. Uh, uh, I think the, the brother was with IUIC. You know what I'm saying? Handed the flyer, wow. and then I went to the malls. A few other brothers there. They was doing the same thing. They was passing out literature in the mall. You know. Right. Not big. I'm not. Don't get not about bigging up anybody or none of those things. But what 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 I what I would like seeing was a young brother. He had no fringes on. I didn't, he looked like just the old Jake brother. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now I remember Jake wears beard, everything now, so it's hard to determine. You know, but to see that a man had the enthusiasm and the drive and desire to get in there to pass out the literature, man, and to promote what it is he believed in. You know what I'm saying? Huh. The reason, I, reason I'm going this route is because that definition of doing the work of the Most High, it, I'm looking at this, I'm starting to realize there's no, there's no pinpoint definition to what you're doing the work and you're not. Because when well, these brothers could be on the street speaking but not passing a piece of literature out, that brother was passing a piece of literature out. But when he spoke about the Bible, the scriptures, the Most High, he was trying to do the same exact thing the brothers do when they're on the street. You know what I'm saying? He may not have the he may not have had the capability of teaching to the same level, but I had to I had to commend his effort and what he was giving at the level that he was at. Then we're talking, and I. I we we talking and and all of a sudden I said man, uh, who what camp are you in? He said well, are you I see. I said I, I said are you in the thun? He goes yeah, that's my teacher. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes that's my teacher. I was like Con, that's cool man. I was like damn you know I remember I said yeah, you, 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 I about years ago when he first um, came in the church, it was his teacher. It was his teacher. And what got me about what got me is how this thing is coming. Full circle. You know what I'm saying? I, just coming back full circle. I'm like, wow, it's crazy, man. Brothers that 
received the truth all those years ago, man. Some brothers, not everybody continued, you know what I'm saying? But the ones that have have, have impacted other people's lives, you know what I'm saying? Just by doing the things that they were, they, they were committed to doing. Everything I committed myself to doing back then, if I continued, somebody else was benefiting from my commitment. You know what I mean? You look, you look, you look back, man. You look back, and it's crazy. You look back, and 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 if I go back, to, if I go back, and I just say I had to go back to the brothers that I know thirty years ago that were ISUBK, right? One West, put it that way. Huh. But you know what? It feels crazy. For as much, you know, every every man, got brother, young cats today have their viewpoints of what they think they view this or or or, or their ideas of the truth. But before, when they was running the street and still in grade school, learning their ABCs and everything else, <laughs> you have brothers like. Yeah, it was like Johanna, uh, General Johanna. Yeah, it was like Carl Cobb and this man that that. So, and, and it's only a few names left that I can remember back then that I remember seeing these brothers. These was generals. These brothers were were those those ranking men. So when I was a soldier and a a, a, a young officer, just coming up, they they shows impacted. You know what I'm saying? Right. The, the teaching impacted. The Thunyala, you know what I'm saying, from a, a, a from a Pastor David. You know what I'm saying? Right. Him. Uh, 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 I'm just thinking of some. I'm, I'm throwing names. You know what I'm saying? But brothers have done yeah, a lot. They've impacted and touched a lot. Barack. Barack and right. the brothers Pastor David, man. I mean, I don't got to. We don't have to like and agree with everything, but you got you to gotta give credit where credit is due. Brothers have pioneered where there wasn't a lot of there wasn't a lot of examples. It ain't like I always look at it like this. Leadership is a one time thing. It's a one lifetime thing. I want you to understand what I'm saying. It's a one lifetime thing because these men didn't come up and all of a sudden I'm a leader. These men came through that hard road. When, when they they came up with it, listen, I'm looking at them as elders. I'm looking at them in the fact that they came up when it wasn't popular, where there were no YouTube videos you can watch. They didn't come from that era. When I heard now, yeah. you know, it's like, it's like the comedians, they tell you, real comedians that really work their way up, and you got YouTube comedians, right? Right. YouTube comedian, he got his views because he had uh, people been watching videos. Right. And this man got his fame and popularity because people watch videos. But you had a real diehard, dedicated brothers. There were no videos to watch. You want to watch them? You had to go see them, or they had to come to where you were. Right on the road. It was it was word of mouth. There was that word of mouth. I went in. I was a you went in and dynamic teachers that dropped this word and they impacted lives off that conversation when you saw them. 
God. Not flipping it and that on your couch, flipping through videos. And don't get me wrong, I'm not downing a man that built from his his YouTube shows because I'm looking at it today. I'm like, man, some of these brothers on these YouTube shows, these teaching is on point. The debates fire. Take no credit away. I take no credit away from any work that's going on because I'm loving the motivation and the passion behind what these brothers do, what we all do. Everybody get up and put their shoes on like like we we all get up, put our shoes on, open our book up, get ourselves in the right mind frame to go ahead and do this work, man. Ain't nobody doing and you can tell there's no there's no fame in this. There ain't no money in this. You actually giving more than you receiving. But I I have to applaud, you know, what these men are are, are doing, what we're all doing here. Because nobody ever said this was easy. And you know, I love how I love how this goes too, because you have a lot of men and it's truth that make it look easy. You have brothers that are coming in and be so dedicated to what they're doing that they make it look easy because they want to do it. They make it look easy because they're not fighting and rebelling against what it is they know that they are supposed to be doing. So I really do. I mean, I'm going through it. I'm not just giving a, a – I'm not just trying to – you know, I'm not stroking backs and all that. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> – you can right. you can look at you can start to understand that these men and a lot of there are a lot of examples or of brothers that were truly chosen to serve the father. That dedication to every time they close their eyes to when they wake up, the first thing on their mind is what more do I gotta do for the father? When that phone rings, they pick it up in his honor. When that person got a question, they're going to open that book up and answer that question in his honor. That's what this is supposed to be. Read second. Read second. Let's go into this now. Read second. Uh, is it? What I say? Second Chronicles. Chapter, chapter 29. And I want you to start at verse 11, okay? And I want you all to just listen to. Think about what I just said about these examples that I just left. And I didn't go into names, not too many names, because I'm not trying to discredit or make one uh, brother seem like he's better than the other. That's not what this is about. This is about passion. And that's only I can look and say. Passion on all levels, on all levels. Brothers are passionate enough to get up and keep doing it. That's the first thing on their mind when they get up. Nothing. Everything in their life is secondary to the work that they're doing, or it wouldn't grow to the level that it's growing. And when it stops growing is when it starts to become secondary in their life. And we're going to use all these examples that the Most High has put around us and throughout the Bible, man, to help us understand 
the level of dedication that the Most High is still requiring of every man, woman, on some level. I don't care if your dedication is to sit down in a seat. Then you you gotta then you should be at the front row, the most attentive, right? <laughs> I don't care if your dedication is to now give. If that's what you're doing, then I'm wholeheartedly supposed to do it. Everything is about it's about it's about looking and saying, hey, you know what? My, what I'm dedicated to, what I'm passionate about, this is greater. But it's work to get to the level that it's getting to. I'm starting to watch the passion that is growing in men and women. Something's, some, it's, like a flat, it's like a light coming on to be in men's and people's minds. I want to. I want to. I want this to be bigger than just me putting on fringes. Ideas that they came up with, that they're making come to life. Where was it? Read that scripture, twenty-nine and eleven. Oh. Read that. Second kind of Chronicles uh, chapter twenty-nine and verse eleven. Read. Mm-hmm. It says. It reads, "My sons, be not now negligent, for the Most High hath chosen you." To stand before him, Read to it again. serve him, son, my son. I take it back, cause, cause. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Stop! I'm, you know me. I'm reading up. Start of verse ten. Start of verse ten. You go to eleven. Ten and eleven. All right. Read that. Second uh, Chronicles chapter twenty nine uh, and verse ten reads: Now it is in mine heart to make a covenant with the Most High. Read that again. Now it is in mine heart to make a covenant with the Lord. Yeah, we know that the Father is talking about the mind, right? It's in my mind to make a covenant with the Most High. Go ahead power of Israel that his fierce wrath may turn away from us. Read on. My sons, be not now negligent, for the Most High have chosen you to stand before him. He chose to you. Serve, to, to stand before him. See, the reason I'm stopping the bar, too, you know what? I'm emphasizing mm-hmm. on something. We're understanding that I was chosen we were all chosen to stand before the Most High. He said, don't forget this. He said, be not negligent, for the Lord have chosen you to stand before him, to serve him, read on, and that ye should minister unto him and burn incense. So, and this was told to the Levites. But he's telling he's showing this is what we were chosen to do, stand before him, Serve him, he says, and that you should minister unto him, right? So what does the word minister mean? To minister means to what? I'm glad we got these computers because it's easy to get things real quick, right? Right. <laughs> Look up this is where the bar, this is where uh, Char and the rest of them be coming in 
handy because we have more than one one phone, you know? Time. But look up minister. Definition of minister. Um, uh, a member of the clergy, especially in Protestant churches. Yeah. Yeah, I was about oh. to jump onto Block Talk. Okay, oh. hey, look at the definition of minister. Give me three seconds and I'll get my stuff out. Okay. Um, a person. What you, got, what you got? A person. A person used to achieve or convey something. So, uh, this, this, hold up. It's a person. So, to minister to the Most High is to is to minister to the Most High, to minister unto Him. Mm-hmm. So, what is it that is expected? What is to minister? To minister is a person. Oh. Uh, used to achieve or uh-huh. convey or convey something. So the person uh, to the needs of what? Attend to the needs of. So we have to understand. We have to that says my son, be not now negligent, for the Lord has chosen you to stand before Him, to serve Him, and that you minister. That you cater to his needs, right? Con. You cater to the needs unto him. And burn incense. So I I put that in there so we can understand. In coming to this truth, then at one point was that that light got to click on that your responsibility is to tend to what the most high needs, giving ourselves to his needs. Not what you need, but what his needs. If the most high want Israel woken up, then that's how that's we're supposed to tend to that need, right? God. If the most high looking for us to come in and help our people, we have to tend to that need. If our job is to lead in righteousness, then we're supposed to tend to that need. Our job is to be in this Bible finding and trying to learn learning and trying to keep continue to search and find out what things do I what does the father need? What needs do I need to feel as a servant of the father? Right? Uh, yeah, uh definition two I have is uh serving as a a priest by offering up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to the Most High. Isaiah chapter 41. Now go to Isaiah chapter 41 now, just to continue on what that point you just made. Isaiah 41, verse 8 and verse 9, right? Uh, Isaiah chapter 48. Chapter 41, verse 8. 41, verse 8. Isaiah chapter 41 and verse 8 reads, But thou, Israel, art my servant, Jacob, whom I have chosen, the seed of Abraham, my friend. Go ahead. Thou whom I have taken from the ends of the earth and called thee from the chief men thereof, said unto thee, Thou art my servant, 
I have chosen thee and not cast thee away. So from every corner of the earth, I, brothers that we only see now on video, you know, we only see men on video. People we never, it was like you, you with them every day, the whole nine, but we had men that have come from West Coast to East Coast to you name it. They popping up, man, it's like, man, look at the passion and the fire in that man. Because it's somewhere this brother understands, he understood what he was learning. He understood that he was chosen. This is my calling. I'm putting 100% effort in because this is my calling. And that, that's, not, that's not against any man. Because there are some brothers that just have not, it hasn't hit them like that. They hear, they're still in class, they're still learning. But honestly, if I be truthful, there are a lot of men that fight their calling. They give their mind to every other thing. It's more about the job and the money. The women in the family, freedoms and liberty, trying to make sure that, you know, I am successful in this world because sometimes your calling can cause you to now suffer in this world. I'm going to be honesty, honesty, right? 99.99% of your calling is going to cause you to suffer in this world. It's going to cause you to be rejected of this world. The only honor you get is in righteousness because that's where you were called. He called you in righteousness. Jump down to 40, jump over to 42. Hold out you got Isaiah, sorry, Isaiah chapter 42 and verse 6. Um. Okay, Paul, you're going to read yours again. Isaiah chapter 42 and verse 6. Isaiah chapter 42 and verse 6. Go ahead. I, the Lord, have called thee in righteousness. He calls you where? In righteousness. Go ahead. And will hold thine hand and will keep thee and give thee for a covenant of the people, for a light of the Gentiles. Uh-huh. Verse 7. To open the blind eyes. To do to what? Bring out, to open the blind eyes. Go ahead. To bring out the prisoners from the prison. Read on. And then and them that sit in darkness out of the prison house. So it's showing you, when you look at, when I say the most I call you in righteousness, you got to understand, 99.9%, you are rejected, unrespected, in this world, because the Most High didn't call you, he called you out. He chose you out of something and gave you a duty in righteousness. He said, I, he said, I called thee in righteousness and will hold your hand, hold thine hand, and will keep thee and give thee of a covenant of the people for a light to the Gentiles. To open the eye, to open the blind eyes, to bring forth the prisoner from the prison, and them that sit in darkness out of the prison houses. Verse eight, I am the Lord. That is my name. 
and my glory will not give. Sorry, that in my glory I will not get. Uh, sorry, oh, I can't read. Verse eight: I am the Lord. That is my name. And my glory will I not give to another. But neither my <laughs> praise be graven images. He said, neither praise, neither my praise to graven images. He said, I'm not giving my glory to another. I chose you, and I chose you in righteousness. See, when, we, when we're operating in a righteous mind frame, and we're working in, we're trying to be upright with the Father. It's like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm living my life, and I'm doing the work that I'm doing, earning, trying to earn the Father's uh, approval. Lord, you chose me, and I work every day to make sure that I stand up to your approval. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But a lot of times when you're when you're on that path and you're working and pushing to be right with the Father, everybody else, is, that's not their focus. That's not their drive. That's not their passion. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But you got to understand what's going on. Most of like, yeah, listen, I chose you. I chose you to do a job. Not everybody's going to agree. Not everybody's not going to approve. But you have to realize that you were still chosen by the Father to now carry out a responsibility. Both of y'all let those go. Go to um, Isaiah chapter 48, verse 12, right? Hi. And then the other brother get Isaiah 49, verse 5. Uh, nephew, you you have a forty-eight and twelve, or you want me to get it? I got forty-nine. You're the first. You were the first reader, so you got you got the next one right now. I got the I got forty-nine. All right, God. Isaiah chapter forty-eight and verse twelve. Hearken unto me, O Jacob, and Israel, my called. I am He. I am the first. I also am the last. Mm. He said, you have to listen to, listen, and I'm glad that we're reading this too, because, you know, we live in a world where our people idolize everything, man. We forget about the Father. We idolize money. We idolize fame. We are, we're looking for everything else. We, have our, we put our trust in everything else but the Father. Uh-huh. Hold on. Keep reading. Where you at? Um, Isaiah chapter uh, 48 and verse 13. Go ahead. Reads, mine hand also hath laid the foundation of the earth, you know. and, and my right hand hath spanned the heavens. Read. When, I call, when I call unto them, they stand up together. Read on. 14, all ye, assemble yourselves and hear, which among them have declared these things. The Most High have loved him. He will do his pleasure on Babylon, and his arm shall be on the Chaldeans. Read on. 15, I, even I, have spoken. 
Yeah, I have called him. I have brought him, and he shall make his way prosperous. <laughs> but posterity is never going to be considered. It's not going to be the world. The prosperity, he's talking about money. The prosperity, he's talking about ain't, ain't houses and cars and wives and, and, and popularity. That's prosperity in the world. He said, I called you in righteousness, and you're going to prosper, meaning you are going to become righteous. You're going to grow in righteousness. That is our calling for us to grow in righteousness, to walk this earth and be more, to be greater and greater, greater and greater examples of righteousness. That is possible. He said, you, he said I called you. Is that how he put it? He said, even I have, have spoken. Yeah, I have called him. I have brought him, and he shall make his way prosperous. Read on. Isaiah chapter 48 and verse 16 reads, mm-hmm. Come near, come ye near unto me. Hear ye this. I have not spoken in secret from the beginning. Read. From the, from the time that it was, there am I. And the Most High power and his spirit have sent me. Go ahead. 17. Thus saith the Most High, thy Redeemer, the Holy One, of Israel, I am the Lord thy power, which teacheth thee to profit, which leadeth thee by the way that thou shouldest go. So the whole, I'll make you one thing is, man, you try to understand, if I'm understanding what is the will or the work of the Father, it's me going and doing the things that he is requiring of me to do. Rebellion is me now fighting and trying to now go in a different direction than the Father is looking for me to be going. And we rebel every day because we're trying to now give our attention and our dedication to directions that aren't the direction that the Most High is trying to guide us to. But he's been with us the whole time. He said, I'm not in secret. I've been right here. When we're doing the right things, the most I make it evident that that's, that you're going in the right direction. But in righteousness, prosperity in righteousness, not in the fact that, man, this is my God-given talent. Like, I, I got millions of dollars from boxing, and all of a sudden now it's my God-given ability. No, that's not what the most I gave you. The most I gave us something greater. He gave us a greater ability. But it it can only be used in righteousness. Because that's the that's the environment that the most high said he chose us in. You understand? Mm-hmm. Where are we at now? That's seventeen? Um, yeah, that was the end of uh seventeen. Give me the next one. What I say? Read that. Forty nine. You didn't give me the verse. Um. The forty eight twelve. Isaiah forty nine and verse one. Isaiah forty nine and verse one. 
Listen to Ohio. You're gonna read, you're gonna read all the way down to verse eight, okay? Okay. Go ahead. All right. Listen, O Isles, unto me, and hearken, you people from afar. The Lord hath called hath called me from the womb. Uh-huh. From the bowels of my mother hath he made mention of my name. So you gotta look at it where it started at. That's how most times I hear about Isaiah. Uh, early in Isaiah, he said, "This was a secret. I didn't do that. I'm not doing this in secret." So what we're doing now, and the spirit that's on men, the most says, "I named that person." It says, "From the bowels of my mother have he made mention of my name." So Isaiah was like, "Man, I was called to do this. There's something in me." <laughs> I just cannot, I can't stop doing this. This is who I am. This is my DNA. Or this is a part of my DNA, right? Mm-hmm. Huh. You're like, this is a part of my makeup. It's who I am. Go ahead. And he hath made my mouth like a sharp sword. Mm. In the shadow of his hand hath he hid me and made me a polished shaft. And his quiver hath he hid me. So stop, John. He said that, he said, in the shadow of his hands have he hid me and made me a polished shaft. So the whole time I've been in this world, if I was in a camp or in a school or cut, shut down in, in, in a classroom or whatever it was, the most times I was, I hid you to do what? To polish you. Mm-hmm. To refine you. Remember what says, go is tried in the fire? So uh, I'm just go in and burn it to the adversity? Uh-huh. So I used that situation and all the adversity and everything he was going through. I was using that to polish you. The most I creates the environment for us to be polished, worked on. What we get mad about is that we don't like the environment that's chosen for me to be polished, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. What's your say? Well, I was uh, I was gonna say, you know, and um, like just a few seconds before, um, you you said that um, Shar had had brought out uh, forged, and, yep. and 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 which is you know the the the, the synonym to polished, you know. And in the environment of being polished or forged, it's in the fire. So it's in that affliction. It's in that condition. It's in that 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 beating of the metal in the sword, and then giving it in the water, and then putting it in the fire. You know, that's that's the that's the condition that we we get in that mind frame of we don't like being. <laughs> In that, in that environment, it, we don't like being in the hot seat. Yeah, in that. Yeah, we're in the hot seat, man. Listen, you know what? I, I like to believe there ain't nothing wrong with me. And this scripture says, it says, know this, and it's crazy how this is too, because the scripture says, I want you to get this too, man. I want y'all to find this. It says, it said uh, that tree that bringeth forth fruit. The most say you prune it or purge it, so that it brings forth more fruit. Find that. It's in the Gospels. 
reason I'm going that route because the more you grow, the more you're productive, the more purging goes on. Every time you take a step forward and you you leave me and you you walk, you're starting to do the things that you're called to do. In that environment or arena, the most high is gonna keep purging you so that you can only be you can only do better, you can improve in that arena. Read that. Do you get it? Um I'm I'm about to get it. I'm 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 still I'm ser- still searching. Phone's taking a little bit. Um, okay, so read yours again. Read two read, again. Verse two again? Yeah. Isaiah forty nine verse two. And he hath made and he hath made my mouth like a sharp sword in the shadow of his hand hath he hid me mm-hmm. and made me upon a shaft. In his quiver hath he hid me. Con, yes. Um it's Saint John uh chapter fifteen and verse two. Read that. It says, Every branch uh in me that beareth not fruit he taketh away, and every and every branch um that beareth fruit he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. So if you a branch and you're not bringing forth fruit, you, you're not working. You're starting to sit on your, your palate. You're becoming inactive, right? He said he does what to that branch? He purges it that it may bring Because to purge, no, no, no. He, wait, wait. What, if you're a branch and you're not bringing forth fruit, right, what did the uh, most I said he does? He take it away. Right. So you know what I like about that? As much as I may want to head trip, right, about what I'm going through and everything else, and as soon as I start doing that, what I don't realize is in my head trip, the only thing that I'm doing is making myself what? You're making yourself uh, unproductive. Basically, right. Um, Good, good, but we, keep it, we can keep it as simple as that. In right. my head trip, the only thing happening to me is I'm becoming unproductive. That's what's happening to me. I can justify why I'm not doing something or what's going on with me, and I can listen to them spirits. That's all they are, spirits, right? I can listen uh-huh. to spirits, and while I listen to these spirits, as I'm listening to spirits, like, the one thing that he's showing me is that in all my listening to spirits, the only thing I've done is become unproductive. But if I'm a tree that is unproductive, the most I say he get away, he he gets rid of that tree. So in my fights and my battles, my job is to still remain active. Uh, um, so I'm not active, but come on, help me, man. Productive. Productive. Yeah. No better word. I'm still, I'm still expected to still be productive, and I'm, and I have to realize if I was a man and I, and I was productive, what did the most I say was going to do to me? Read it, Gabar. Um, he purges it 
oh wait, and every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it mm-hmm. that it may bring forth more fruit. And that is a lot of where our confusion is. I don't understand that when I'm going through something, what is the most high doing to me? He's just purging me. There was something in you that that he has to get rid of so that you can now go on to do greater things. There's a purging process. I got to get rid of this. I got to get rid of something that is a cancer to me. And every day, you know the truth, man? Every day the Father's showing me. Y'all there? Right. Con. Yeah, or or another way, like we just came out of the scripture where it says that we would be, he would be prosperous. So he purges us in order for us to be more prosperous. In life. But you are like, he, he, he is going to be, I'm going to make him, this guy, this guy, the method is set up to make him prosper. But not the, but our idea of prosperity must be is a thing that's killing us. Prosperity, like we're reading, comes from purging. You have to be purged so you can so you can you can perform and you can do your duty even better. You can lead better. You can teach better. You can whatever it is. You're more focused, more dedicated because things are being purged. We have to start really understanding that this is the process of your calling. But you gonna prosper. You, you was it was hold on from there. What verse you got, sir? Oh, that was a. Uh... Go back to Isaiah. I got I, I, I got what I needed from that one. From that scripture, yeah. go back to Isaiah. Isaiah 49 and verse 3 now, right? Uh, yes, sir. Go down, go, go down to verse 5 then. Verse 5. And now saith the Lord that formed me from the womb to be his servant, to bring Jacob again to him. Hold up. You're a servant to do what? To bring Jacob again to him. No, you're a servant Sorry. to make money. To bring Jacob again to him, to the Most you High. Are servant, you are a servant to uh, build a house and, and raise a family and 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 uh, live out the American dream. You know, to bring Jacob is uh, your servant to bring Jacob to the Most High, Israel to the Most High. Hey, you know what? Like you got to leave your door to do that, right? You mm-hmm. got to comfort. You got to yo. We we another uh, uh, thing our duty and what we do we're trying to find the easiest way to do this job. I want to do what I do from the comfort of my home. That for me to have to bring Israel to the Most High, that takes me out of my comfort zone. Read five again. Isaiah chapter forty-nine and verse five. And now, saith the Lord, that formed me from the womb to be his servant, to bring Jacob again to him. Though Israel be not gathered, yet shall I be glorious in the eyes of the Lord, and be, I'm sorry, and my God shall be my strength. You want to add that? 
He said, though Israel is not what? Though, uh, though Israel be not gathered. Read. And yet I shall be glorious in the eyes of the Most High. Right. And because you know what? Well, the, why, did I, why did Isaiah say he was going to be glorious in the eyes of the Most High? Because every day he went out to teach, that was the focus. Israel gathering together to come back to the Most High. He said, but I'm going to be glorious because it's going to happen. Everything I'm saying is going to happen. Everything that, the, this is what the Most High required. The Most High said, now we can understand when the Most High said he's going to be prosperous. you damn right he is. Israel is coming back to him. And we watch it every day. We watch it, we watch it this happen right here in front of us. We can't do nothing to stop it. Read on. Tell me where you at. Hello? He's in Isaiah chapter 49 and 6. Read that. Con. Uh, Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 49 and verse 6 uh, reads, and he said, it is a light thing that thou shouldest be my servant to raise up the tribes of Jacob. Wow. It's easy. A light thing, man, it's easy, man. It's easy. If the mo- if Isaiah says a light thing, if the most high said it's a light thing, why are we making it so difficult? You know what makes it difficult? We have all the distractions. All the things that in our lives we put as the we put as primary and not secondary to the work that we're supposed to do for the most high. And then there are a lot of examples out here now of brothers that are putting this work primary and not secondary. And look what accomplishing, putting it primary. Uh, I'm in the middle of uh, Isaiah 49 and uh, 6. Keep reading. And it, and, and it reads, and to restore the preserved of Israel, I will also give thee for a light to the Gentiles, that thou mayest be my salvation unto the end of the earth. Seven, thus saith the Lord, the Redeemer of Israel and his Holy One, to him whom man despises, to him whom the nation abhorreth, to a servant of rulers, kings shall see and arise, Princes also shall worship because of the most high con. We may not be liked up, but we may not be liked now, but we gonna we are going to be respected and loved later because of the message that we were out promoting and trying to push. Remember the scripture when the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. Con. We're going to bring righteousness to this earth that we were supposed to from the beginning. 
We were supposed to bring righteousness. We were supposed to be the beacon or the example of righteousness on this earth. Huh. That's uh, um, in at the end of 6 where it says, I will also give thee for a light to to the Gentiles. Right. That, that thou mayest be my salvation unto the end of the earth. And in the in the thing that the Gentiles is is talking about Israelites that are in a in a Gentile state of mind. We will be the light. Come. I'm sorry. Keep, keep jumping. Jump down. Quick. Read verse seven. Verse seven. Verse seven. It says, "Thus saith the Lord, the Redeemer of Israel and uh-huh. His Holy One." Go ahead. To to him whom man despises, to whom the nation abhorreth right. to a servant of rulers, kings shall see and arise. Princes also shall worship because of the Lord that is faithful and the Holy One of Israel, and he shall choose thee. This is what this is the seat that the Father's fighting to put us in, but we first have to do what? We gotta to minister to him first. We got to wake our people up. We got to go out here, get our people, wake the, wake up what he said, the remnant, or he called up the remnant. What's the word he used? The, uh, we just read it. The word he used was? Um, the, okay. Uh, it, it was the, uh, uh, hold up, hold up. Well, it says, and to restore, and to restore the preserved of his remnant. When we go and get the ones that were preserved for the most high, these are the seats and the positions that the Father's trying to put us in. But we have a job to do first. We have to now make the investment into developing that next person to come in now and do the work that they were called to do in serving the most high. Did you finish eight? Um, no. Uh, Isaiah chapter forty nine and verse eight. Uh huh. Thus saith the Lord, in an acceptable time have I heard thee, and in the day in a day of salvation have I helped thee, and I will preserve thee, and give thee for a covenant of the people to establish the earth, to cause to inherit the desolate heritages. So the most I'm showing you, the things that are promised to us, we're going to get them. But the, you're looking at this whole thing and you're like, wow. The Father said, this is what you were chosen to do. This is what I, this is what I formed you for. This is the sole reason that you were put in your mother's womb. This is what it was for. You have to, uh, we, we have to now come back and understand our calling so we can get to work. First, um, nine. Um, go to, no, no, from there, go to Jeremiah 1 and 5. Jeremiah chapter uh, 1. And then, because you know what's crazy? I'm keeping sure one thing. The most I can try to tell you, I made you for this. I formed you for this. Made, formed. 
called, chosen. Ordained. These are, all, these are redeemed. This is what I saved you for. This is what I created you for. This is what I chose you for. This is what you were called into. Jeremiah 1, right? Con, Jeremiah chapter 1 and verse 5. Read that. Reads, before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. Read that again. Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. This is the one scripture that as Israelites, we have to, as brothers that in this work, we have to realize what you fight against. You fight against your existence. <laughs> you try to go right. on this earth and be what the, be something completely different than what the most I said he called, he, cho- he formed you to be. He formed you to be no rapper. He didn't form you to be no uh, 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 no businessman, a hustler. <laughs> he didn't form you to gangbang. I formed you to be the representation of righteousness on this earth. Before I formed you in the belly, I formed you to lead your people in righteousness. Before I formed you in the belly, I knew you. And before you came forth, I did what? Out of the womb I sanctified thee uh-huh. And mm-hmm. I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations Go ahead Then said I Ah Lord God behold I cannot speak For I am a child mm-hmm. Keep reading But the Lord said unto me Say not I am a child for thou shalt go to all that I shall send thee, and whatsoever I command thee, thou shalt speak. So what has always been a part of our DNA? Fear. Trust. The most I like, you're going to do what it was is I ordained you to do. I, I'm commanding you to do. You're going to do it. It's all about honoring me. You're going to speak my words. Wherever I tell you to go, you're going to speak my words. Y'all get that? Read Uh, on. Go ahead. Jeremiah chapter 1 and verse 8 reads, Be not afraid of their faces, for I am with thee to deliver thee, saith the Lord. Then the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said unto me, Behold, I have put my words in thy mouth. Whose words? His words. See, I love I make you, I make you go back. See that again? Because we mm-hmm. understand that when we in this truth, we're not doing what we want to do. We're not saying what we want to say. Everything we do and say is about honoring the Father. It's about honoring him. You know? Con. Go ahead. Jeremiah chapter 1 and verse 10 reads, See, I have this day set thee over the nations and over the kingdoms to root out and pull down and to destroy and to throw down, to build and to plant. 
story showing you that that was what that was that was if 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 Jeremiah locked in and did what Jeremiah was created to do, then Jeremiah's way would be prosperous because he stayed true to his calling. I'm using that for an example because that is the expectation of us. It's about me staying true, right, to my calling. Watching my way prosper, not my bank account prosper, not my wife account prosper. I said wife account. Because <laughs> 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 you have like four or five ribs. That's, that's the bad. You got that many wives, you have a wife account. Right? You got a, 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 a wife account. The most I like right. now, you got brothers. I'm in this suit because the most I said that day. So, you know, be funny. I got all my favorite subject. But you got cats that'll be like, in that day, seven women don't take care of one man. I said, I wish that same brother would read the chapter, read the chapter above, <laughs> and all of that was a curse. To it wasn't a good thing. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Part of her punishment. She got not spare her man because she's trying to get all that attention. I'm laughing at that because I we in this troop for the wrong reasons. And we leave because the things that we expected, like the most I the most I I didn't prosper. I'm not looking at you and say, Well done, because you got nine wives. I say, Well done when you got ninety brothers. Or nine brothers that's getting there learning and, and they change their life around and they try to follow righteousness. Now I can say, well done. I'm back to, I'm trying to bring back the nation. No, I mean, you have the kids. You have the kids in captivity. If you really want to bring the nation back, what you need to do is start teaching so that, you know, I can bring them back to righteousness. Because that's what the father wants. <laughs> Your wife's account. Go ahead, read on. <laughs> Jeremiah chapter eleven. Um, nephew, you got it. I heard, Can I you hear me? Back. Go ahead. Go ahead. Because my service is it's weird over here. I don't want to cut out on the scripture. Okay. Okay. I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm taking notes. Jeremiah chapter 1 and verse 11 reads, Moreover, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Jeremiah, what seest thou? And I said, I see a rod of an almond tree. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Ten is all I want. I want to go to ten. Because when we're going, we're building on the point that, remember, we have to finally grasp grasp the idea that, there is a greater duty that is expected of us than just living on this earth. There's a greater duty that's required of us than just who won the Super Bowl. <laughs> Going to my job, coming home, building my wife account. <laughs> right. It's a greater well, duty, man. We were called and formed to do something greater. We're chosen to greatness. And the most I said, in righteousness, we're going to prosper. 
Righteousness is going to prevail. You just got to decide what side of the stick you're going to be on. From there, right? No, Galatians, Jeremiah chapter 3 now, right? 3 and 14. Jeremiah 3. Jeremiah chapter 3 and verse 14. Got it? Hold on a second. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, read that. Read that. Jeremiah chapter three and verse uh, sorry, three and verse fifteen, right? Fourteen? Fourteen. Verse thirteen. Only acknowledge thine iniquity that thou hast transgressed against the Lord thy God. Hold on. Right. Hold on. I want you to go back up. Wait a minute. Watch, watch. Go up. Um, hold on. Hold on one second. One second. I'm sorry. Hold on. Wait. Wait. Hold on, Char. Hold up. That's not what I wanted. I wanted a... Uh, uh, Go to Galatians. Let's go to Galatians chapter 1. Um, Con, Galatians chapter 1. I think a call came in. Yeah, Galatians 1 and 15. All right, that's what I want. Galatians 1 and 15. Because we just came off of um, where where Isaiah, where he told told, Jeremiah 1 and 5, where he told Jeremiah, I formed thee in the belly, right? Mm-hmm. And, I, and I put my words in your mouth. So if every man that's coming to this truth now, in the the most I open this Bible up to him. If the Bible's been opened up to me, then there is a duty that has been given to me that I'm going to be called for, a responsibility that I'm not called to do. Romans chapter, no, Galatians chapter 1 and verse 15. Read that. Uh, Galatians, Galatians chapter 1 and verse 15 reads, But when it pleased God, who separated me from my mother's womb and called me grace <clears throat> to reveal his son in me, that I might preach him among the heathen, immediately that I may that I might preach him among the heathen, immediately I conferred not with flesh and blood. So it's showing you out, this is the calling. Those words, and I like how you, Jeremiah, uh, John, Paul put it, I mean, Paul put it. He said, when it pleased the Most High, will separate me from my mother's womb and call me by my grace, call me by his grace, to receive his son in me, that I may preach him among the heathens. Immediately I conferred not with flesh and blood. I understood. This is not about my life. This is about duty. This is what you were chosen to do. This is the whole purpose. This is the sole purpose, the reason that you were given life in the first place. 
was to do this work. I'm not sitting here looking at flesh and blood, family, friends, what's on this earth, my job. He said, I didn't defer. I didn't go back. I didn't make that the priority. Immediately, I stopped making these things the priority. Don't mean I stopped, quit my job and I did this and that. I started putting things in. I put my life in perspective. The Father won't be doing. I have to figure out how to work around. How can I work around me doing what the Father is expected of me? Meaning, meaning, um, he accepted the purging, the things that that might have made him un prosperous or unproductive, which would have been to confer with flesh and blood or the the worldly things that right if that if that makes that makes any sense. Oh uh, one second. Hold on a second. Romans chapter 1 and verse 7, 8, and 9. Okay? You got that, nephew? Are you there? You said Romans chapter 1. And I want you to read verse 7. 7 to 10. Right? 7 to 10. Fine. Romans chapter 1, verses 7. Um, and it reads, to all that be in Rome, beloved of God, called to be saints, grace to you and peace from God, our Father, and the Lord, Yahushai. So we got one more. It says, to all that be in Rome, beloved of the Most High, called to be saints. Not everybody was going to be making it out of Rome. He said, but this letter is to the ones that are called to be saints. Grace, and, grace. and also... <laughs> Sorry, I. No, no, that. But, but I mean, it says beloved of 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 God, beloved of the Most High, beloved, and and, and then called to be saints. Now, when you Which, talk about the song was beloved, that right. means all of the things and all the good and all the blessings that was happening to you, the Most mm-hmm. High was doing that for you. But you still had a duty. You still called to be a saint. Fine. All that you give it, I'm not, I don't I don't get these things and now all of a sudden the things I was I received that was supposed to help me further and do more of the work of the most high, more of the servitude of the most high. That's what that that's uh, what that uh that's what I'm looking for, um the beloved I'm gonna say that, but I'm gonna say that was that uh that's what it was about. Right. Understand that everything that was given to you was supposed to be now setting you up and allowing you to be able to now do the work of the Most High. That makes sense. Okay. 
Read eight. No, read finish eight. Uh, seven. It says, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Yahweh Shai. First, I thank my God through Yahweh Shai for you all that your faith is spoken of throughout the whole world. So we look at one thing, man. We were called to be saints. We were called to minister to the Father. This is what this is about. Galatians, I go to Galatians one fifteen, right? Did you did you want me to go to ten or or just eight? No, just seven, just eight, eight. Yeah, that was that, that was the end of eight. Okay. Yeah. So um, now now we're we're heading where? Galatians chapter one. And I want you to read verse um, 15. Galatians chapter um, 1 and verse 15. Well, we read that, didn't we? I'm sorry, we already read that. It's Romans yeah. chapter 8. That's what I'm looking for. Romans 8, not Galatians. It's Romans. Okay. Romans chapter 8 and verse 15? Uh, 28. 28. Romans chapter 8 and verse 28 reads, And we know that all things work together for the good to them that love the Most High, Read on. To, them, to them who are called according to his purpose. They're called according to what? To his purpose. We are called according to what? To, the, to, the, to do the work of the Most High or to, to the Most no, High's yeah, purpose. We were called to do his purpose. Time. I'm emphasizing these things because we live our lives thinking that we were called to not do what we want to do. We almost act like when brothers teach, they were just saying, you got to come to the Sabbath day. You got to push the fridge zone and come out of the most on the Sabbath day. Because there's so much more that these men are supposed to be dropping on us. There's so much more that the most high is expecting of us. Read that, again. Read that again. Time. Romans chapter 8 and verse 28 reads, And we know that all things work together for good to them that love the most high, uh-huh. to them who are called according to his purpose. Go ahead. 29. For whom he did foreknow. For whom he did what? Foreknow. He knew you. He knew you before. He formed you in the belly. He knew the spirit. Read on. He also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son. Everything we're going through, the Most High is conforming us to the image of his son. Why? That he might be the firstborn among many brethren. So we now... Will will be like Christ. Go ahead. What verse is that? That was twenty nine. The end of twenty nine. Thirty. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called. And whom he called, them he also justified. Mm-hmm. And go ahead. 
Go, read on. Oh, oh, okay. And whom he justified, them he also glorified. Read. 31. Reads, what shall we say then to these things? If the Most High be for us, who can be against us? I'm not he, yeah. <laughs> That's self-explanatory. It's self-explanatory, man. I was chosen. Every This has always been about that walk with the Father, the duty that now was required of me, a duty that's required of all of us. This is the calling. This is what we're chosen to do, right? Reverse your right. And though, uh, yeah, that that was Romans. Um, well, go to uh, Second Timothy now. Second Timothy. Yep. Okay. Second Timothy, chapter. Remember, this is our calling. That's why I'm going over into this, man. Because this is what we were now. This is the direction. This is what we were put here to do. To understand that this was the duty. But the scripture is going to tell us to abide in your calling. Understand what you were created for and now continue to do the thing that you were created to do. Read that. Tell me where you're at. Um, second Timothy, you didn't you didn't give me Oh, Second Timothy chapter huh? two and verse two. Two and verse two. Uh-huh. Second Timothy two and verse two reads, And the things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men who shall be able to read verse two and verse one. Start verse one. Con. Second Timothy chapter two and verse one reads, Thou therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Yahushai. I want, and, down, I want you to read down. Um, to verse six. You gonna read time. down to verse six, okay? Fine. Second Timothy um, chapter two, starting in verse one, reads: Thou therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Yahweh Shai, uh-huh. and the things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses. Go ahead. The, the same commit thou to faithful men. So, so he said, he told us to be strong where? Be strong in the grace that is in your house. Right? Time. So we're, we're looking, if I'm going to be strong in the mercy that was given by Christ, the second chance that was given by Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, the grace. The grace, something, something, grace is something that's given that's not uh, deserved. <laughs> Huh. Grace and uh, mercy. That means if I know I've been given a second chance, I'm going all out. I'm going to be strong in that second chance. Right? If we coming out of the world, the most I like I'm giving you a second chance. Because there's a lot of our people that's going to die out there and they're ignorant. They're going to die out here in this wicked world. So I've been giving you a second chance. Be strong in that. And the things that I've heard of me among many witnesses. And it says, the same commit thou to faithful men who shall be able to teach others also. 
we're supposed to be committed to passing this along so they can be passed along to the next man, right? God. We are supposed to be committed to that. That's the priority. That's the focus. That is our calling, to pass this on to the next man so that he can pass it on to the next brother or sister. And look at it. We look at every brother that leaves. That's what he leaves. Every time he, he leaves off the work, I stop passing this on. I'll stop taking this and giving it to the next man so that he can give it to the next man. This is how you know that you stop doing the work of the Mozart. When you're not passing it on or you're not developing the next person so that they can pass it on to the next person. Verse 3. Verse 3. Um, 2 Timothy uh, chapter 2 and verse 3 reads, Thou therefore endure hardness. Hold on. As what a must be hard? What is it that's hard? What is the, the hardness? The, the, the printing, the polishing, the... the, um, the everything, the, you know, the hardness is like everything that's stopping you from passing this word on. Every obstacle that comes up in your life that stops you from getting this gospel out to the next person. He said, you've got to endure hardness as a good soldier of the Most High. Verse 4 says, no man that warreth entangles himself in the affairs of this life. So most of our hardness is coming from where? Trying to juggle the things of the, of the affairs of, of your life. Right. I'm trying to juggle both arenas. Well, you got, or more simply put, your priorities are are out of order. I'll take that. I'll take that. That's what is. That one is therefore in due hardness. I got to now. Yeah, I got to now keep my. I got to keep my priorities in check. I'm gonna focus on doing the most high, and I'm gonna handle the things I need to handle. I'm gonna take care of my family. I'm gonna do the things I'm supposed to do. But I have to understand that getting it. Developing the next person is the priority. That can happen in teaching a class or whatever it may be. I am focused on making this the priority and passing it on. So that now this other man can learn to make it the priority and he can teach others so we can get out of here. At the end of that? Um, no. Uh, Finish verse four. Con. It says, "No man warreth entangleth. No man that warreth entangleth him entangleth himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who has chosen him to be a soldier." I have to get my priorities in check so I can please the Father. I have to look and see what's priority number one, so that I can please the Father. That the end of four? That is the end of four. From there. 
First Peter chapter one and verse thirteen. Come on. Scriptures, man. Let's finish this section out. All right. First Peter mm-hmm. chapter one and verse thirteen. And this is the this is the beginning. This is part one. This is part one in in this series. Okay? Part one in this series. We are building on the fact of understanding the seat you sit in, the position that you're in, and what you were put on this earth to do. Our job is to get out here, man, and now spread this gospel. What I say now, First Peter 1 13? Yes, sir. Read that. Fine. First Peter uh, chapter 1 and verse 13 reads, Wherefore, gird up the loins of your mind. Read that again. Wherefore, gird up the loins of your mind. Be sober and hope to the end for the grace that is to be brought unto you at the revelation of Yahweh Shai. Read on. 14, as obedient children, not fashioning yourselves according to the former lust in your ignorance. So I'm showing you, i got to gird up my mind that I can continue, I can become that obedient child that didn't fashion my mind according to the former lust in our ignorance. Three. But as he which hath called you is holy, so be ye holy in all manner of conversation. So the most I'm showing you that this is the focus, right? The focus is now coming out of the world and now carrying myself the proper way. Following the commandments of the Father, making that the priority. That's what he's looking at. We in this world, we really believe that bills are the priority. And when I take it all, the most I don't let this up with them, you make that the priority. I never told you that that was the priority. I'm more focused on being a good businessman rather than being a righteous man. It says, as, as obedient children, not fashioning yourselves according to the former lust of the former lust in your ignorance. But as he which have called you is holy, so be ye holy in all matter of conversation. Verse 16. Verse 16, because it is written, be ye holy, for I am holy. And if ye call on the Father, who without respect of persons judgeth according to every man's work, time of your sojourning, here in fear. I just For as much. I just see the 16. Okay. The 16. Because, okay. because it is written, be holy as I am holy. This is all about character. What we're called to do. The job and the duty that's in front of us. Now, if I can live, I get up every day and I'm chasing a buck. You're a fool. You're definitely a fool. That's what the world does. They get up every morning and do what? Punch the clock. Chase the buck. And then we can we'll have scriptures justifying. We ain't do nothing for the most high that day. 
throughout the scripture to try to justify my actions. But don't the scripture say if you don't work, you don't eat? Well, if you don't do the work, if you don't do the work of the Most High, you don't eat either. Yeah. Yes. Huh. Give me a um, First Timothy or First Thessalonians. Sorry. First Thessalonians. Uh-huh. Oh, the chapter. One second. First Thessalonians chapter. Four, First Thessalonians chapter four, and verse seven. Huh. First Thessalonians chapter four and verse seven reads: For the Most High have not called us unto uncleanness, but unto holiness. Mm-hmm. He therefore that despises despises not man, but the Most High, who hath also given unto us his Holy Spirit. So it's showing you, man, our war don't be with things around us. Our war with spirits, our war is the fact that when we don't work, when we don't keep striving to clean ourselves up, we are not allowing ourselves to be purged. We're simply saying we don't want to serve the Father. Read that one more time. Todd. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 and verse 7 reads, For the Most High hath not called us unto uncleanness, but unto holiness. Mm-hmm. He, therefore, he therefore that despiseth, despiseth not man, but the Most High, who hath also given unto us his Holy Spirit. So from there, go to um, uh, 2 Timothy chapter 1. Right. The last one. Second Timothy <clears throat> chapter one. Okay. And verse six. And verse six. Second Timothy chapter one and verse six reads From which some having swerved Second Timothy chapter one and verse six. Yeah. Second Second Timothy chapter one. Wherefore I put thee in remembrance. Second Timothy uh, chapter one and verse six reads, Wherefore I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of the most high, which is in thee by the putting on of my hands. So who put that gift in you? Who was I'm sorry, not that's not who, because at that point it then Paul rather than to 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 Timothy. But it says where well, I put thee in remembrance that thou stirs up the gift of the most high. So we know that our gifts are given from the most high. Right. Our abilities are given from the most high. Which is in which is in thee by the putting on of my hands. Somebody huh. the gift is from the most high, but the most high have uh, brothers that do what? Develop that gift. They put their hands right. on you to develop that gift. Verse 7. Right. Verse 7. For the Most High have not given us the spirit of fear, right. but of power and of love and of a sound mind. 
Go ahead. Verse 8. Be not therefore, be not thou therefore ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me, his prisoner. But be thou partaker of the afflictions of the gospel according to the power of the Most High. Verse 9. Who have saved us and called us with an holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given us in Yahushai before the world began. So you got to look at one thing. The Most High still looking at one thing. He said, we, we, and he's looking at the works that we do. The things that we do, the Most High is still gazing and judging that. Still judging it. So with that, I don't want to start the next chapter because it goes to the next the next series. We're gonna keep talking about our duties. You know what I'm saying? Understanding the fact that even as we go through crisis, telling us our duty is to get out here and spread this gospel, man. But we want right. to now go in depth into understanding this is what it was about. But right. we were called to do a job. We're supposed to be here focusing on doing the job, getting this knowledge out, waking up our people, waking them up to their nationality. So the title the title to the class is The Protocols of Your Calling? Oh, I'll put your calling, but you can put that. You know what I'm saying? What you're called for, what we are called for. Right. I'll put your calling because you understand that from jump, we were chosen to do the things we're doing. So you're With that, calling. Man, we're going to thank everybody for coming out and, and joining and in in celebrating, or not celebrating, but um, worshiping again. You know what I'm saying? Opening that Bible up, man, and developing our understanding on the Sabbath day, you know? Going into this book now, I'm really starting to, starting to find the things that may need to be changed or how much more submissive I need to become when this is about doing the, the, the work of the Father. The bar, you there? Yes, sir. So with that, man, we're going to say shalom. Shalom. And uh, we're going to ask, we're going we're to uh, tell everybody to enjoy their Sabbath day. All right? See you all again next Friday. Shalom. Shalom.